Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. Episode 166. Yeah. We're up there. That, did I count that right? You did count it right. I think we were at It comes right after 165, correct? It does. And before 167, and we will do that next. Okay, great. <laughs> How are you this week? I'm doing well. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Everything's good. Things good. are good. A yeah. little, little uh, late recording here, but... Yeah. Uh, no, it's always good. good. Spry. We've got an uh, interesting topic, which I know you are a big fan of. Yeah. Love. Love. Because you got the voice. I got the voice for love. <laughs> this one is unconditional love versus conditional love. Uh-huh. So a little bit deeper. Yeah. If you can go that little deeper on the voice. <laughs> I don't know if you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted to talk, talk about the topic of love and specifically how important unconditional love is for our kids versus conditional love. Mm. And, and sometimes this is, I say unconditional and then unconscious or subconscious, not unconscious. It's subconscious. <laughs> I love it when I'm knocked out. Yeah. So <laughs> sleeping unconditional love means that you love someone regardless of what they do. Um, it can mean, you know, regardless of what they do for you, how they act, what happens, whatever mm. you, you give them love. Okay. Regardless. And that's what we're striving for with kids. Mm. Conditional love typically means we require someone to be a certain way, do certain things in order for us to love them. Right. So when you were growing up, Alan, did you feel like you had unconditional love? Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't like a quote unquote bad kid, but I knew if I made mistakes as kind of what we talked about last episode or had issues with certain problems or certain things, then um, I didn't feel like it would, I'd be rejected because of it. I mean, of course, you have those little fears here and there, but mm-hmm. um, in, especially in hindsight, uh, I realized that I had uh, what I would consider unconditional love from my, my parental units and my yeah. grandparents and, and people that were my immediate family, I would say. Yeah. So there wasn't the feeling like if you didn't act a certain way or, perf- you know, or do something in school or whatever that you may not be as loved. Right. Yeah. They always encouraged good behavior and they, you know, try to you know make sure that you're doing the right thing. And if I made a mistake or whatever, or if I needed help with something, they at least make an attempt to try to understand it. Right. I, at least I think, and I think probably some people more than others, but I do, I never felt any of them didn't have feel unloved. Right. And right. feel unloved. Or un- yeah. So there, or I had conditions for myself. Like, you know, there's circumstances that I recall, um, which I'm sure a ton of kids do where, you feel like you needed to make a specific choice or do something or your parents would get mad or even worse. They, you might feel like they won't love you. Right. Um, I, you know, I, but I recall with my parents that there was many, many conversations or many, many statements to the effect of, we will love you regardless of anything. Right. Right. Like they said that statement 
many, many times, mm. whether I believed it because of my <laughs> own issues. Yeah. You know, and, and that's a great point to bring up is that sometimes your own issues become part of the equation. If they're really exhibiting that behavior, right. but you're insecure about it or you really don't think so, that they mean it, um, that can also kind of cloud your judgment. Well, and I think there's some, sometimes there's, we mix it love with approval. Yeah. So there's some right. like confusion of that. Yeah, and like sure. I knew that my parents really valued, you know, good grades and mm. doing well in school and making good decisions and those kinds of things. But they've always were very specific in saying like, hey, we love you unconditionally no matter mm. what. Mm. But it is weird how I recall not thinking that sub- like in some way, some right. weird way, like, well, the decision of where I decide to go to college or how I perform in the sport or something. And I think as kids, I don't know how that's shaped specifically Yeah, because I don't think that their actions were different than their words. Right. You know, I did always feel loved, you know, mm-hmm. like even if we lost a, something or I did bad, like my parents still cared. Yeah. Like I didn't get yelled at for getting a bad grade. Right. You know, like, um, so it was interesting. It's interesting how that dynamic happens, but I'm sure it's like over time, um, you know, you, you want to feel that unconditional love for sure. And so, you know, that's the bottom line of this entire thing is that children need to feel that your love is unconditional. Mm-hmm. And as a parent, specifically father, we need to make sure that our child feels that way. Right. And yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's not an easy thing to do. You know, there's some things that we do and we shouldn't do. And here, I mean, here's a couple of them and we shouldn't do them or very rarely you should do them. Right. Um, something might be like withholding affection because they didn't do something correctly mm-hmm. or that you asked. Right. And I, I, I can, I can recall something like that, like where the child might say like, you know, oh, give me a hug or something like that. And you're like, well, you didn't take the trash out. You know, or like, I mean, maybe not that specific, but like (laughs) where you do kind of withhold affection or love in some way because they're not compliant, you know, granted, hey, it's two hours past your bedtime. No, we're not going to sit here and snuggle for a yeah, half yeah, hour. Yeah. You know, like I love you, you but you we're not doing that. sleep. Um, <laughs> that that may not apply, but right. you know, that's something you got to be mindful of. Um, this is a big one, and I know I am guilty of this one: is letting their accomplishments or how they're acting or such affect your mood. Mm. So, you know, this doesn't happen. Like when they win, you're happy. You know, and if they lost like at a sporting event or something, you are sad or mad. Mm-hmm. But there's certainly parents that do that. Sure. You know, like you played horrible. Like, how could you have played that? You know, and, yeah. and they get upset at that and they're physically, you know, they're literally upset at the child for the way that they performed. Yeah. And I guess it could you be upset with the child in some cases, the, the child is upset so you feel a little not no i'm not saying you should you should feel bad uh or literally feel sad but i think that you know you, you work to try to cheer him up or like hey you know don't feel down you'll get him well, next that's, time but that's different yeah you know, but that's different you could be yeah. empathetic yeah but you don't you, you your mood dependent on their actions is bad mm. you know ideally we don't want to be affected by other people yeah and we don't want to show them that the way that they do something affects us like that Mm -hmm. i mean even like i mean it it happens to everybody and it's impossible to avoid but the fact that they're not listening to me gets me upset right 
in a Zen perfect world, <laughs> that wouldn't happen. Well, of course not. I shouldn't be getting, I shouldn't let my, you know, uh, calmness and my, uh, I forget what the word is. My, um, sort of my well being mm-hmm. be determined by their actions. Sure. Like that's in a perfect world. It's not reality, but, of course not. Yeah. but that's what happens. Yeah. So we get upset because they're not listening. Hey, I told you to do that. You know, and then you get upset and it rolls on. So that's part of it though, is to be mindful of that, of like, regardless of, Hey, well, you're not going to be able to do that. Like it's not affecting my state of being. It's mm-hmm. just, it affects you or what you get to do or whatever, right. but like, I'm still going to be happy. Right. But when they start to see like how they do stuff affects how you feel and your mood and your affection, like that's when it starts becoming difficult. Yeah. And I think that develops like manipulation patterns, kind of what we talked about last time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, You're responsible for how I feel. Right. You know, we do that with our spouses or. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like uh, you're responsible for making me happy. Did you know that? (laughs) It's like, really? Oh, yeah. Um, And then a big one is expecting them to be a way that they are not. And I, that example is maybe they're not good at a certain sport mm. and you are getting really frustrated and upset because they're not good at it. Right. Like same thing. I mean, that's conditional love. Like, no, I mean, I would be a lot happier and a lot more loving if you would have played well. Right. Yeah. Forget about win, lose, whatever. But like, you know, if you would have played well, yeah. you know, that would have been something. So it's just, it's those kinds of things to keep in mind. Like how, Think of, you know, having conditional love is just not going to be healthy. There's no way around it. Right. So how can we display unconditional love? And that's more important rather than focus on the negative. We like to focus on the positive. Sure. So how do we do it? So here's one way. Say it clearly and repeatedly. Mm -hmm. So kind of like how my parents did. Let them know that no matter what, you will love them. Mm -hmm. So they can fail a test has nothing to do with how you love them, Mm -hmm. you know, and actually say that verbally, like, you know, they're studying for a test. It's like, listen, whether you fail or ace this test, it doesn't matter how much I love you. That Mm -hmm. doesn't affect how I love you. Right. So, and those kinds of things build up over time too. If they lose a game in sports, it doesn't affect you. Even when they lie and do something like that, that's not good. Be clear to them. It doesn't affect how you love them. Yep. It's poor behavior. Yeah. It's not a good decision. Yeah. It's all those things, but it does not affect how you love them. And that's a really, really important thing for them to understand and for you to understand mm. is that it doesn't matter. So that's the first one. Say it clearly and repeatedly. Second one, focus on the positive. So how do we do this? So, there are some things that your child might be um, might be a little bit negative. So as an example, maybe your child, you know, is really bossy. Mm. Like, you know, they see him with friends and they're bossing people around or whatever. You might, you know, take them aside at some point and say, hey, you really, I see you really like to take charge of situations, you know? <laughs> And I'm it mildly. You like to take charge. Yeah, of you situations. like to take charge. And this is going to help you in the future be a really good leader. Mm. So... How can we cooperate, though, and work with others so that we give other people a chance to do things because we want to be fair to everybody, you know, and then you're sort of explaining it in that way. So 
you're actually turning that negative rather than telling him, God, you're so bossy all the time. Mm. You need to stop being bossy to your friend because then they feel like you're judging them mm. and they feel it. Now, you know, I, I can't, I would love feedback on this one because I know parents would argue. <laughs> um, but we're, we, you know, we're talking utopian here. Sure. Like we're talking in the perfect scenario. It's not always, you know, Nobody does this all the time. Sure. We're not talking about, you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to this, be perfect. This, yeah, this is just, these are suggestions and nuggets to take to say, you know what? Maybe I can turn that difficulty that my child has, look at it in a positive way, show them that it's not bad, but it needs to be managed. Right. You know, it's the same thing even with emotions. And we've talked about that extensively. Of oh, like, sure. It is okay and it's great to have emotion. But we need to learn how to manage it effectively. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to be able to bounce back after being upset. We need to, you know, be able to let out anger, but then control it. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's other things. We, we, you know, sadness, all of those things. It's kind of the same thing. Let's like let's focus on the positive. Let's allow that behavior to, you know, maybe that behavior can sometimes happen, but we need to learn to manage it. Yeah. Um, number three, listen and notice them. So. You want to be sure to let them see and feel that you are listening to them. And, you know, obviously one way to do that is through empathy. Mm-hmm. Being empathetic is going to allow them to feel like you're compassionate, you understand them, that you're hearing what they're saying, and that's going to be important. Um, you know, you want to regularly point out the things that you love about them. Right. Inside and out, you know. You know, gosh, I just really love the way that you are nice to people. Um, you know, now you need to be careful with something like that because, you know, you can be conditional. Sure. <laughs> that can turn into conditional. Like, you know, I love the way you do this or when you do this, but you're also doing that positive reinforcement, which is, you know, and it was interesting when I was reading a lot about this, there was like a really fine line of like how much positive reinforcement to give. Yeah where it then turns into conditional love. Yeah. And so I, I just, it's like, you kind of have to figure that out. You have to figure yeah, that out. And, and that's where we get to that stage of like, how do how do you be positive and, and reinforce those good behaviors and, and not necessarily punish the negative behaviors, the things you don't like about them. And then uh, tie that in with love. Cause sometimes that the actions aren't necessarily indicative of love and how much you love that person. It's about, you know, yeah, and you want to give them the attention. It's about the behavior, right? It's like I love you regardless, but like that's a really cool behavior. Well, that's where and we. This is a really not cool behavior. But see, that's where we mix up attention, I think, and love. That's what I mean, and right. that's because what you said earlier is that you have to kind of understand that your positive reinforcement is about the behavior, right? It's not whether or not you love them or not, right? And I think that's it is it's a weird key. fine yeah. line yeah but but it is something to, to kind of stress out it's like you know i still want to have I feel good and, and make you feel good about yourself when you're doing awesome things right and so that's still there but if something's bad and that's usually where it really turns into a quote-unquote problem right. is that when when you're you're having those negative feelings and it's like well it doesn't mean i'm gonna love you any less i'm just saying hey don't do that 
Right. I'm not a fan of when you light th- things on fire. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, that's to harken back. That's two episodes, episodes in a row. You I, brought that. up. I got to bring it up. It's funny, um, but you know, it, it's it is you know it's indicative of those things, and I think that uh, it's important to distinguish, like you said earlier, the uh, the action doesn't necessarily mean the the feeling behind it. Right. It's you know I don't know. It, it's uh it's really interesting to think. I'm trying to figure out how to really phrase that in a way that makes sense, <laughs> but it doesn't. You have to kind of just go with. It's that. not easy. Not, it's not easy, easy at all. Not everything we do is easy. <laughs> um, and then the last thing, accept their faults and mistakes. So in the last episode, we talked about, you know, what to do and how to handle mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a crucial piece to unconditional love. Right. Just crucial. And that's where mm-hmm. they, you know, you can bond with them, earn trust, mm-hmm. all those kinds of things. Um you know, you're not punishing them. You're trying to teach them how to do things correctly and take care of themselves. Right. And you're going to want to make sure that you forgive them when they mm-hmm. make a mistake, that forgiveness is really important for, for unconditional love too. Um, you know, you can't hold grudges. <laughs> right. That doesn't help. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, they need to know, like you just said, like that, that your love is not conditional based on them behaving correctly Mm -hmm. that is behavioral approval yeah or or such and you want to encourage Um, that behavior right for sure yeah so you want to encourage that behavior but you you need to uh balance that Mm -hmm. with you know um making sure that they know that it is the behavior it's not them as a person right and just be very very clear about that right so that's it that's it that's all i got that's all you need. Yeah, I know. I need to go practice this stuff. That's why I write it down so I can practice. Right. Um, if somebody has any questions, comments, feedback, what should they do, Alan? They should email us podcast at deucedads.com or hit us up on our many social media channels, Twitter at deucedads, Facebook, deucedads.com, YouTube, go to dad university and deucedads with some really great info from Jason on there. Um, and also please go to iTunes and or Stitcher and or Google play and or wherever we're found probably MySpace, Friendster, one of those. Um, and wherever our podcast is seen, if there's a way to give us some Reddit. approval and thumbs up, <laughs> yeah, there. Um, then make sure you give us thumbs up, approval, and or five-star rating and leave a comment and subscribe to those channels as it really helps perpetuate the show. Hotbot. <laughs> Lycos. Alta Vista. We should, play, we should play a game with that. How many old search engines can you name? <laughs> I, got a, I got a few in I my sleeve. There. We'll yeah. do that another episode. Yeah. I'm sure people will be very excited. Well, sure all right well with that alan thank you as always thank you and we'll see you next time see you next time